Good afternoon and welcome to a Holiday Monday edition of the Magic Time Podcast. I'm Scott Squires. And, uh, well, sometimes when the news is big enough, you got to uh, do a podcast, even on a technically a Holiday Monday. But as we welcome in uh, Coach Joe Salerno from the Moncton Magic, really no Holiday Mondays for us, right, Coach? No, absolutely not. Although I think I think the family and I were going to take a trip down to uh, Hopewell Rock uh, this afternoon, which would be pretty cool. So we're we're trying to treat it like a holiday, but uh, this is a very busy week for for myself as well, uh, business wise. So trying to make the most of a of a of a very short holiday. Besides, anytime you get a chance to chat with me, that's like a holiday in itself, right? Absolutely. That was that was me justifying the uh, the podcast today. <laughs> Perfect. So listen, let's get right to it. Huge news uh, just a couple of days ago, the press release coming out from the Moncton Magic, uh, a very big signing. Jahi Carson, 5'10 point guard out of Arizona State University, played his high school ball in Mesa, Arizona, a player that you're familiar with, Coach. I guess uh, first question is, uh, how did it all come together? Um. Well, it it took some time, you know, for for sure. So it it was um, a process that that probably you know, last over about the last two months, uh, Jahi and, and I have been talking frequently as well as his agent. Um, you know, obviously I have a, a past relationship with, with Jahi, you know, him playing uh, uh, for myself on, on the, uh, the Island Storm there a few years back where he just had a, a tremendous uh, NBL Canada season. You know, he was awarded the, uh, the newcomer of the year uh, back in 2017. And, um, you know, he, he ended up going to Greece last year and had a very successful season, but um you know, him and I just have a great relationship. He really enjoyed the, the level of competition, you know, here in Canada. And, uh, you know, we were able to, to, to get a deal done. It, uh, it's, it's really, really uh, exciting news. May seem like an obvious question, Coach, but how much did your familiarity with Jahi uh, from your previous coaching experience with him help in that whole process? I, I think it helped a lot. I, I think it helped a lot. J- Jahi, though, I mean, he's a he's a very personable guy. He, he's extremely charismatic. Um, you know, it's, he's a very likable, likable guy. Um, him and I, you know, we got along great our, our first year together. Um, he had an awful lot of success. You know, statistically, he actually had his best uh, best season professionally. Um, you know, in the NBL Canada that season, and I think a lot of that was some of the, you know, a lot of the freedom that, that I certainly give him, you know, to make decisions and make plays and, and really kind of be himself uh, out on the, out on the court, um, you know, and I think that played a, a major factor in his, you know, his decision to come back uh, to this league. He certainly had many different offers um, to go back and play overseas. And, um, you know, I think, I think he just enjoyed the, the level of competition. I think he enjoys his relationship, uh, you know, with myself and, um, you know, he really wants to try to win a championship here, you know? So, uh, I think the familiarity was, was a real big part of the, the signing. Um, you know, and I'm just really looking forward to, to working with him again. Lots of things go into what makes a player. Uh, we'll just take a look at some of the accolades, first of all. I mean, we could probably spend a podcast just listing off some of the accolades and accomplishments for the young man. But he was the NBL Canada Newcomer of the Year back in 2017. You look back at his collegiate days with Arizona State. He was a two-time All-Pac-12 first team in 2013-2014, a Pac-12 co-rookie of the year in 2013, the all-rookie team that same year, the USA U19 team in 2011, uh, the accolades and and you know things of notoriety for Jahi Carson go on and on. 
But beyond that, Coach, what is it about this player that you like so much that made you want to bring him back and play for you this time with the Moncton Magic? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the accolades, like you said, they, they kind of speak for themselves. I mean, you know, being named the, the you know, co-rookie of the year in the Pac-12, that's an extremely difficult thing to do. So, I mean, naturally he is as talented a player as, as you'll find. You know, he, he really is. Um, you know, the attraction of having him aside from just his pure talent, it, it, you know, his style of play, he's just so tough to defend, you know, especially in the open court. I've commented, you know, previously that, that I feel Jahi is, is really the toughest, you know, one-on-one player to defend when he has space to operate or, or in the open court that, that I've ever coached, maybe that I've ever seen. Um, you know, his quickness and his athleticism is just off the charts, and he just has tremendous body control. And, and you know, to go along with, with all of that, the, the raw athleticism, you know, he's extremely skilled. He just has a, you know, he's a, a great pull up, you know, 15 foot, 18 foot jump shot shooter. He shoots the three. Well, he finishes extremely well in the lane around much bigger bodies. And a lot of that has to do with his body control and his strength. Um, he's just really kind of a nightmare to, to try to defend. Um, and he draws a lot of attention. He draws a lot of attention, which is going to bode really well for, you know, a player like Corey Allman. Um, you know, teams have to help on, on Jahi Carson or he will just, eat you alive. And, and when they do help, you know, Jahi always makes the right decision and he'll find open players. So just a, a tremendous talent. Um, you know, I feel he, he's one of the more talented players to play in the NBL Canada. Um, you know, so we're just, we're just so fortunate to have him. And I know he's extremely excited about, about coming to Moncton. Folks that may not be familiar with uh, Jahi uh, from his previous time in the NBL or even any of his other basketball experience they might look at 510 and think okay well he's kind of undersized at uh, at the guard position but I've watched the mixtape of this young man I actually had the pleasure of calling games a couple of years ago when he was over on the island with you Uh, don't let anything about his stature fool you he can play a typical guard style but as you said he's very athletic he can get inside he can take anybody off the dribble and he can get up and get to the rack uh, what kind of, I guess, matchup nightmares? You you mentioned it. He's going to be tough to defend. But what other kind of matchup nightmares is Jahi going to bring for coaches? And and how much, as you said, is that going to help not only players like Corey Allman but the rest of your team? Yeah, it's just that he's he has a tremendous impact on on the game. Um, and, and again, you know, really from the offensive side of the ball, you just have to game plan for him you know, so much, because if you don't, you know, he'll score 25, 30, 35 points in, in a game. He's, he's more than capable of doing that. You know, you speak of his athleticism, you know, to, to give people who haven't seen Jahi an idea of, of really how athletic he is. You're talking about a guy who's five foot ten. He's about 180 pounds. He's very strong uh, for his size. He's very compact. <clears throat> he was actually one of 59 players invited to the NBA pre-draft combine in 2014. Um, he was on a ton of NBA radars. A lot of people projected him as a, you know, a potential first or late first round or second round pick, uh, in the, in that draft. But, um, you know, at the NBA combine, they do a a vertical, you know, jump, a a vertical leap testing. And he actually, um, had the best vertical at that combine. I believe it was 44.9 inches. I, I think, um, 
at the NBA combine, which was the best there. And it was actually the eighth best vertical ever at any NBA combine. So again, the, the, the height, you know, he, he can go up and play above the rim and, and around bigger bodies. And, uh, it's really fun, fun to watch, but, um, you know, like I said, his decision-making is, is what is really tough for, for opponents. Uh, because if you don't help, if you don't bring two defenders to Jahi when he's downhill getting to the rim, he will score the basketball. If you bring two, he's going to find the open man, you know. So, you know, if guys like Juan Patillo, you know, easy drop-off dunks, you know, or guys like Corey Allman, easy kick-out threes. So uh, he just is, is really kind of a pest. Uh, I'm glad that, that I don't have to game plan for him, um, you know. So he just – he makes everybody on our team better. It's just a, a really uh, – a really great player to have. And the experience that this player has, I mean, he's still just a young man, but you look at that division one experience playing for Arizona state, but then the professional experience, you mentioned his time in the NBL, but he's also spent time professionally in Australia as well as Turkey. And then you referenced Greece earlier. He played for uh, an A1 team uh, in Greece last year, a Kroivas Amaletis. And uh, by all accounts, he uh, afforded himself very well. Uh, over in Greece. So all of that experience, of course, the NCAA Division One, but this international experience, what kind of ingredient is that going to bring to this Moncton Magic team that's going to kind of help everybody else in the room and on the floor? Yeah, it, it, it brings it brings a lot to the, the table. I mean, he, uh, for such a young man, I mean, I think Jahi, I believe he's only 26 years old, um, to have played in the top levels in Australia, Turkey, Greece, Canada, you know, it's just really kind of a tremendous start to his professional career. Um, but having, you know, the ability to, to play different styles of basketball is also something Jahi kind of possesses. And, and I think his experiences, you know, in these other countries with a different style of play, uh, you know, just makes him a, a more of a well-rounded player. So when he has the ability now to, to kind of come back to Canada, you know, after playing, different type of opponents, different speeds, all, all that experience, you know, just makes you a, a more of a well-rounded player. So, um, you know, Jahi has, has, has told me numerous times over the last month, you know, he's, he's twice as good now as he was the last time I coached him. I think he learned an awful lot playing in Greece last year. And I think he's just very confident uh, coming back uh, to Canada this year. So when, when Jahi is, is confident, um, you really have, you got to kind of look out, you know, when he's kind of feeling it and, and he's feeling good about his game. Uh, he's as dangerous of a player as you will find in this league. And I mentioned it again, but there's so much that goes into the makeup of a player, not only what you see in the locker room and on the court, but what they are involved in off the court and something else, you know, Jahi, you watch him, you can tell he's a very cerebral player. He really thinks the game, but he's also quite cerebral off the court as well. Uh, he's currently finishing his master's degree at Arizona State. When you have a chance to sit down and, and talk to Jahi outside of basketball, what kind of impression do you get of the young man, Coach? Well, yeah, I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to really get to know him over the last couple of years. And, uh, but for, for someone who just meets Jahi for the first time, I, I think it's very easy to, to see that you know, he's really just a, a good person at heart. You know, he, he, he has a little bit of a, you know, kind of a, a youthful mischievous side to him that that's all in good nature. You know, he, he's a lot of fun. He loves to joke around a lot. Um, you know, he, he's very outgoing. And like I said, he, he has an awful lot of charisma. Um, 
you know, Al Stewart is a guy who has a lot of charisma, you know, and, and, and Jai's in that, that same type category. It's really, really difficult not to like the person, um, you know, and, and obviously when you watch him play, if you're a basketball fan, you can't help not to, to really enjoy his game and, and watching him. So just a, a fun guy, you know, on and off the court. You know, he's also, he's very competitive. He wants to win. He really wants to win this year coming back to this league. Um, he's just a, a pleasure. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed working with, with Jahi uh, two years ago, and and it's uh, it's really just exciting to have him back and knowing I had that opportunity again to work with such a high talent and, and high character guy. So I guess, Coach, that kind of brings us to, as we've been doing this offseason updates uh, for the Moncton Magic, you know, it's it's kind of like a puzzle. Each each podcast, there seems to be another piece added to the puzzle that's going to end up making the final picture for the Moncton Magic uh, as we get close to opening day. Another piece added in Jahi Carson. Of course, we know about Denzel Taylor, Gentray Thomas, uh, Corey Almond. Uh, where are things right now in terms of potential other signings and other pieces of that puzzle being added? Yeah, it's, it's really coming together nicely. You know, I think we talked a week or two ago, you know, I'd have a really good idea where we were, you know, over the next two weeks. And, and we actually had uh, three player signings in the last three days, um, you know, which is really exciting. And we'll be excited to kind of make those, those player signing announcements, you know, over the next week, week or two for our, for our fan base, um, so that, that's really, it's really coming together, you know? So on, on top of the four that we've currently announced, we have signed another three recently, uh, a couple big guys as well as another guard. Um, you know, so again, we'll, we'll kind of slowly start making those announcements just to, to kind of keep the fans happy and, and excited and, uh, looking forward to the season. Um, so it's coming together. You know, I actually am about to leave for my, my last recruiting trip of the, uh, of the summer. I leave on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning. I'll be headed down to uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Florida, for, for two days, which is for a, a rather large combine uh, down there. And I'll actually be heading from there to uh, Atlanta um, for three days following that for, for another workout put on by a, a very good sports agency, which I expect to see an awful lot of talent at. So, you know, things are starting to come together for sure. Um, it's just a, it's a busy, busy time. And, and, of course, with the protected list, deadline coming up on august 15th um things will get even more interesting uh you know in the next two weeks coach you get this broadcasting thing very well the art of the tease you know you're not going <laughs> to tell us who you signed right you just you know you're letting it out absolutely <laughs> you got to keep people interested you got to you got to keep people coming back to the podcast scott that's exactly right listen i i think it's great uh we uh, will make sure that uh, we get folks coming back on the Magic Time podcast to to get the latest from Coach Salerno in the uh, ever changing world of Moncton Magic player signings. It's it's great. It's taken on a life of its own. Absolutely, and, and I really think um, you know I think we should work out this next podcast. I think to get uh, get Mr. Carson, get him on, on the line and on the podcast. I think he'd uh, he'd be a great guest, and I'm, I'm sure fans would enjoy uh, hearing from our most recent signing. Well, definitely. And if we can get uh, Jahi Carson to work us into his Instagram and get all of his followers tuned into the podcast, uh, that's an instant audience right there of almost 16,000, Coach. So we'll have to see if we can work on uh, Jahi uh, to get us uh, integrated into his uh, Instagram. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that might be a good thing. And yeah, you know, Jahi's a 
he's a pretty popular guy, especially down in, you know, the United States. And, um, but of course I know he has a, a pretty large following now here in Canada as well, which is, uh, which is exciting, but yeah, I think he'd be, a he'd be a great guest for the show. Now in the world of broadcasting and teasing, um, I know that there might be some kind of interesting, fun, big news about a potential trip that you and the Moncton Magic might be taking. Uh, and when I say overseas, I'm talking way overseas. Any news, any update, any information you can give us on that, Coach? Yeah, we're actually uh, we're, we're kind of just about in the final stages of a kind of a really big project um, that we're we're working on here, the Magic in conjunction with um, uh, Unlimited Sports, which is a sports agency in, in China, actually, in Beijing, China. Um, we'll be uh, actually taking a trip um, over to China here in the, uh, the month of September, um, which is really exciting. You know, I don't think any other NBL Canada team has done that, and, and we're really kind of using that as a, as a tool, um, you know, for kind of our training camp. We're actually using it as a bit of a mini training camp uh, where we'll actually be heading to China for roughly 16, 17 days, um, again, in working with um, uh, Unlimited Sports, which is a company out of Beijing, uh, and a contact that I've had for, for some years now. Um, they're actually inviting us over to, to China to uh, play some games against CBA opponents, which is actually the top level in China, um, as a bit of their preseason schedule. So, you know, it's a trip that that's fully funded by unlimited sports. Um, you know, they're bringing us over there as, as a bit of a promotion, uh, to play against some CBA teams. And it's just, it's just really exciting. It's, uh, it's really exciting. Uh, we're going to have 14 people going on the trip, uh, 11 players and three staff members from the magic, um, and playing anywhere from, from 10 to 12 games over the roughly 17 day period. So, uh, exciting stuff and, and, and a lot of work you know, going on uh, going on right now. My gosh, Coach, that is amazing news. That's actually incredible. Uh, what an opportunity for not only uh, the staff members that are going over, but certainly for the players to be able to not only experience that high level of competition, but kind of experience that culture as well. And I believe that you've got some familiarity with uh, being in China before. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I was actually over there um, uh, 2015, um, the summer of 2015. I was actually contacted by the same agency to kind of put together somewhat of an NBL Canada all-star team, you know, to go over and, and kind of play a tour against NBL China teams, which is the second division uh, in China. It's actually a league that's played during the summertime. Um, and I, I brought over uh, 10 players and, and, of course, myself, and, you know, we had a very successful trip. We were there for 31 days, um, and we played 13 games. Actually went 13-0 and on that trip, uh, which is probably why, you know, we got an invite, uh, or I got an invite to, to bring a team back over uh, for this trip. So we had some success over there. And, you know, not many people have the opportunity to, to go to China, you know, certainly not on a, uh, on a paid trip. Um, so it, it's really kind of a – of a great thing for, for some of these younger players to experience the different culture over there. And, and, you know, when I say it's different, it is, it is totally different. It's a completely different world. Um, you know, it'd be nothing to go five or six days and, and not see another, you know, U S citizen or, or not speak to anybody, you know, who, who doesn't speak English. Um, so it, it's really exciting. And again, for us, it's a great tool 
you know, kind of leading into to our training camp. Um, you know, going on the trip, we will have, you know, three or four guys who, you know, maybe played for us last year who are who are re-signing for this season. Uh, we'll obviously have some of our new signees. You know, Jolly Carson will be going on the trip. Corey Allman will be on the trip. Denzel Taylor will be on the trip. Um, Gentry Thomas is going over. So kind of meshing in some of our, our new talent with some returning players and, and you know, building some chemistry and, and some team bonding and, um, you know, then also allowing, you know, us to make some decisions on some potential new players. You know, we'll have some guys going on the trip that are not currently under contract with the Magic, but, but obviously have interest in playing for us this winter. And we'll be able to see them over the course of two weeks and 10 days and, and just kind of see how they fit in and, and um, you know, try to make some decisions on players even before our, our actual training camp starts in October. So it's, it's really just a, a win all the way around um, players being able to travel, you know, us using this as, as a tool for our preseason to try to get a bit of a jump start uh, on the season itself. Um, and again, building chemistry. I'm sure you've, you've traveled in your time, Scott, and I think you know it's very easy to bond with, with someone when you're actually traveling with them. Um, so just a, a really, really exciting uh, opportunity for the Magic. And obviously, you know, have to thank uh, Unlimited Sports for, for giving us that opportunity and, and taking us over uh, on that trip. I just want to let you know that I have confirmed that my passport is good until 2023. <laughs> just, you know, just well, I mean, that's good to know, Scott. Especially if we we ever have this opportunity again, that's uh, that's really good to know, and I'll, I'll definitely keep that in, in the back pocket. I appreciate that very much. And I used to watch uh, a show called Nihao Kai Lan when my daughter was little. So I, I actually I've picked up a little bit of the language, probably enough to at least find out where the washroom is. So that, there's that. <laughs> you know, that, that'd be helpful. You know, like I said, I was over there for, for just over a month, uh, a few years ago. And, and of course you're so busy with basketball and, and, um, you know, I had an opportunity to see an awful lot of things, uh, you know, go to the great wall and, and spend time in Hong Kong and Beijing and, and then also a lot of smaller towns and cities as well. Uh, you know, although a small city in China is about 6 million people, um, but it was uh it's it's a great experience you know it's it's just a a really great thing but you know for us it's kind of kind of all business and and, in a little bit of play when we go over there you know i'm sure we'll have two or three off days but for the most part we'll either be traveling or or playing games um you know we just want to get the most out of this trip uh you know for the players and, and for the magic you mentioned when you were over there you know how sometimes you can go several days without meeting another, you know, a citizen, someone from North America or someone English speaking other than the people you're with. And that made me think of what it must be like in terms of the games themselves. Is there a language barrier between like yourself on the sidelines during the game, like with the officials, with the referees? What's that like? Yeah, it's uh, there absolutely is. There's no question. You know, obviously, Sports is the universal language, you know, you, you've kind of heard that cliche before and, and, you know, everyone still understands how to play the game, but obviously your opponents, you know, have no idea what you're saying. Uh, we don't know what they're saying. Uh, the, the referees is, is an adventure all, all together. And, um, you know, it's funny, obviously an interpreter, you know, travels with us for the entire trip and, and, uh, it's interesting because in games, obviously, you know, a big part of, of coaching is, you know, sometimes communicating with the officials. Well, they have no idea what I'm saying or, 
or yelling at them, you know, so it's pretty tough to communicate with them. So, you know, I'll actually have an interpreter kind of following me up and down the sidelines, you know, kind of screaming at the officials, uh, what I'm saying, it's pretty comical. I'm sure to see, um, you know, there's a lot of sign language involved and, and, uh, you know, it's fun. It's a really, really cool experience. So, not saying that you've ever gotten heated before, Coach, but let's just say there's a, a a very intense moment in the game and and you've really got to get your point across the official. So what you're telling me is you've got to say it to the interpreter and then the interpreter's got to tell the official and then the official, if they do reply back, has got to reply back through the interpreter who then has to go through you. Yeah, it's really a tough job for the interpreter. Like it's it, it can't be it can't be that much fun. Um, you know, if it may be a heated moment, maybe I'm I'm really I, I'll scream at the official and then I'll turn and scream at the interpreter to scream at the official, and it, it's really kind of a funny uh, chain. And, and you know, normally I can kind of tell whether that interpreter is is putting as much emphasis on the comments as I would like or not, and. Uh, it's really kind of a funny thing. You know, the first game I coached over there, I, it was, it was so difficult, um, you know, but I, but I got used to it. And, and I think this time around it, it should be a little bit easier uh, communicating with the, the officials, I hope. Um, but, you know, it should be great basketball too. I, you know, playing, having the opportunity to play some CBA teams, you know, when they actually have their imports there, um, you know, this is a league that's, you know, guys like Stefan Marbury plays in, you know, um, so it's, it's a really great opportunity. It'll be a great test for us. Um, and for some of the guys that we're, you know, pursuing or, or trying to make decisions on whether we want to bring to our official training camp, uh, in October. Well, what an incredible experience it's going to be for sure. And I'm not sure if we, uh, kind of got a chance to reference it or, or if you did, but do you have a kind of a, a window of the dates when you're going to be going and when you'll be back? Yeah, we'll, we'll be leaving in, in early September. Uh, so about a month from now, uh, we'll be leaving somewhere around the, the 5th or 6th of September uh, and probably returning around the 22nd or 23rd. Um, so the trip, like I said, will be, you know, anywhere from 16 to 18 days. It really depends as we kind of confirm the actual game schedule. You know, if we can get another game or two at the tail end of the trip, then then we'll do that and potentially stay an extra day or two. Um so right now it looks like, you know, it'll be a little over two and a half weeks, uh, early September, which really timing wise works out great. Um, you know, our players, guys that have signed and guys that were maybe trying to sign, they'll be able to go over on the trip, um, you know, come home or go back to their home for, you know, three, three and a half weeks before we actually open up our training camp uh, in Canada. So again, the timing really kind of works out perfectly. Um, and like I said, it's just it's just going to be a great experience. Uh, we'll probably be in six to seven different cities, um, you know, over that span of, of, of 17 days. And um, again, it's just a great opportunity for, for the Magic. And, um, you know, really, again, can't thank Unlimited Sports enough uh, out, of, out of Beijing for, for inviting us and, and really kind of hosting us and, and kind of funding this trip. Well, it'll certainly be fun to uh, follow all of the social media accounts for uh, the staff and players that are going to be over there. I think there'll be some uh, some pretty neat posts to see. Well, we're going to wrap up here in just a second, Coach. I know you mentioned uh, a couple of big things on the calendar coming up, but I'll leave last word for you for the fans of the Moncton Magic. Over the next couple of weeks, what are a couple of real big moments that 
fans of the Magic want to look out for in terms of news or press releases or anything else coming from yourself and the Moncton Magic? Well, I think, you know, obviously we'll, we'll have uh, a few more player signing announcements, you know, coming out over the next week and a half, two weeks, um, you know, which is really exciting. We, we've been able to sign a couple very good players over the last couple of days. Uh, that will certainly be exciting news, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, obviously, the, the player protected list deadline on August 15th, uh, where all of those teams, players that they protected, if they've not signed, they become restricted free agents. So we'll be able to start kind of pursuing maybe some other guys that uh, we were interested in that we've had to wait a few months to, to talk to. Um, you know, and then kind of following that, I'm sure there'll be an awful lot more news coming out regarding our, our, our magic trip to, uh, to China, uh, as well as our complete roster, uh, players who will be attending the trip, which I think will certainly be fun for fans to, to check out and, and follow, because obviously we have a, a vested interest in, in all of these players, whether they're currently signed by us or not. Um, you know, and, and then I'm, I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll have some news coming out about, uh, you know, season tickets and, and uh, the upcoming season. So lots of lots of stuff going on. Of course, we have the draft as well <laughs> at the end of, of August, on uh, August 24th, 25th, out in uh, Windsor, uh, Ontario. So it's just an extremely uh, busy couple of weeks with, with a lot of exciting news coming up between now and, and uh, the start of September. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the fans will be able to follow us while we're in China, uh, you know, via our Facebook page, website, you know, social media, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we want to keep our fans as up to, to date as possible uh, on our trip, um, you know, with the photos and, and maybe some highlights and, of course, uh, updates on scores and, and box scores. So just a, a really kind of exciting time to be a Magic fan over the next month and a half as we, we kind of build up, uh, you know, to the crescendo of, of you know, opening, uh, opening night and, and the 2018-19 season. Yeah, things definitely starting to ramp up. The uh, beginning of that regular season getting ever closer. And you know, Coach, talking about another teaser for the fans, you and I have had a couple of opportunities to speak off of the podcast and uh, could be a couple of exciting things coming up in terms of the Magic Time podcast and some really neat things that we're going to be doing uh, this upcoming season. So uh, we'll have to make sure that the fans stay tuned to that because I think if some of the things you and I talked about happen, Coach, uh, there's going to be some uh, really cool additions to the Magic Time podcast. Yeah, and this is just such a great resource for fans, like people that want to know what's going on with the team. You know, everything we talk about in the span of 30, 40 minutes, you know, is, is news that might take them two to three weeks to get caught up on anywhere else. So, I mean, this is uh, just a great tool, and, and I really just encourage fans to, to listen and, and tell your other friends or, you know, that are fans of the team that they got to check out this podcast. It's a, it's a great source of information for all things magic, and uh, obviously hoping to have some players on the podcast soon as well. So just uh, exciting stuff, man. A lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, it is, and we really appreciate all of the uh, assistance and uh, contributions that uh, you and the rest of the team make. It's a lot of fun. Now, I know that you got to get ready to head off to Hopewell Rocks, so uh, say a big hello to your lovely wife, wife, Darcy, as well as your cool kids, Cameron and Alex. Have a fun day today, Coach, and uh, enjoy those Hopewell Rocks. Yeah, I will. I'm going to try to try to stall my wife a little bit on going because my my buddy uh, Ray Vadito is a former assistant coach of mine. Uh, actually, and Jeff Morrison, who's an assistant coach, former assistant coach of mine, they're coaching the uh, 
the U-17 men's provincial team from PEI, and their first game uh, out in, in Camp Loops, BC, is actually online right now against Saskatchewan. So I want to try to catch some of that before we, we sneak out to, uh, to Hopewell Rock. So maybe I'll kind of sneak down into my, my kind of home office here and, and flip that on, and she'll think I'm still on the podcast. So and catch some of that game before we head out to Hopewell Rock. <laughs> hey, I'll cover for you, Coach. No worries. <laughs> All right, Scott. That sounds good, man. Hey, thanks again for having me on, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, always a pleasure, Coach. Exciting times for you and the Moncton Magic, and of course for all of the fans and for us here at the Magic Time Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll keep in touch, and we'll do this again real soon. Okay, thanks, Scott. Take care. That's Coach Joe Salerno of the Moncton Magic. Huge news, as we mentioned off the top of this podcast. They've signed Jahi Carson to a contract. The team going to be heading over to China for an absolutely amazing trip in early September. Some more players have been signed. Hopefully we'll get news of that coming from press release from the team very soon. And of course, lots more news, information, updates, and everything else in the coming days and weeks right here on the Magic Time Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Scott Squires. Enjoy the rest of your day, my friends. And remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.